You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Mobilize, personalize, optimize, and monetize your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. From mobile marketing and messaging to mobile commerce and coupons, and from mobile apps and websites to mobile engagement and loyalty, our hosts bring on expert guests to give you the inside track on the trends, tools, and technologies that matter most. Mobile Presence, where making your brand or business mobile first, is our first priority. Now, here are your hosts, Peggy Ann Saltz and Shahab Zagari. Hello and welcome to Mobile Presence the place to get great ideas and actionable advice firsthand from the experts in mobile and, of course, from the occasional mobile rock star as well, all in the interest of helping you to optimize and maximize your mobile strategy or your mobile app. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz from Mobile Groove, and it's another week in the series that is literally off the charts. When I look at your feedback, when I look at your tweets, I look at your shares, um, I look at emails even. Uh, it's definitely Mobile Heroes is what you want to have, and that's what you're going to get because it's Mobile Heroes Month continuing here at Mobile Presence. And during this month, I have brought to you the Mobile Heroes. That is people recognized by Liftoff. That's a full-service mobile app marketing and retargeting platform recognized for their app marketing superpowers. And today we have Winnie Wen. She's a mobile hero who is going to draw from her own personal experience as senior manager, user acquisition for WB Games. That's Warner Brothers for the rest of us. That's where she manages the overall budget strategy and direction of paid user acquisition for many games in the Warner Brothers portfolio. I'm sure you've heard about them or play them yourself. That's uh, DC Legends, Mortal Kombat X, and Injustice, God's among us. So, Winnie, it's great to have you on the show. Hey, Peggy, and thanks for having me. And it's great to have you. I mean, for people who don't know, but I'll give them the link later, I mean, that's an amazing picture uh, on the Mobile Heroes blog of you with your superheroes. I mean, you really do live the dream over there, (laughs) don't you? (laughs) 
I do. And I have to say that is one of like the best picture that I've ever had with Batman and Superman. I'm definitely keeping that one for myself. So, you know, we got a lot to cover, but first of all, let's look at you. You know, you were in marketing before app marketing. Um, tell mm-hmm. me about how you made that transition and what you brought with you to uh, UA to be so successful at it. It's actually pretty interesting. So before mobile marketing, um, I was in traditional um, healthcare and finance marketing. And um, it was really, in, it was very interesting because I learned about data and numbers. And essentially what um, brought my success in terms of mobile marketing was my transferable skill set in terms of operating on a data-driven approach and, you know, taking that learnings and thought process from traditional marketing into mobile marketing. I bet also that some of that was also because you actually worked with marketing to people. So you probably brought some of that over as well because lots of UA is like spreadsheets, but in reality, it's not. That's actually really interesting because it is, um, it, it's, I mean, I mean, to be honest, you know, the mobile industry is still fairly young, granted. After being doing this for a few years, it definitely feels like it's been a long time. But at the same time, there's a lot of things where we can learn from traditional marketing and vice versa. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious. I mean, from your perspective, what do you really need to be good and effective at acquiring and engaging users? I know that's a huge question, but looking at from where you've come from and where you're going, what's that skill that you took with you from both? Wow. Um, where do I begin? So I think, you know, a very, very high level, you have to be data driven. You have to know your metrics and you have to know your, your numbers. So essentially you need to know what you're operating towards in terms of what you're optimizing for. Are you measuring return on ad spend? Are you re- measuring revenue? And then also you have to make sure, um, you know, you're keeping an eye out in terms of any suspicious data because essentially when you're running UA or any types of marketing at scale, um, it's just a, it increases the likelihood of, you know, various partners diluting your traffic with fraud. With fraud. I mean, that's interesting that you come to that because I'm hearing more and more about that. I've seen several studies, I mean, really scary numbers, like, you know, billions in mobile um, advertising revenue, uh, you know, being eaten up by fraud that's coming from ad age and you know and major brands mm-hmm. so i'm sure it's no different for uh for app marketers and of course you have um a post over at the mobile heroes website talking about this where you talk about beware of suspicious data so let's start off by just that you know what do you mean by suspicious data so when i when i refer to suspicious data um, it begins with, first and foremost, you need to understand your metrics and know your data. And then, um, when you know, there's two types. There's top-of-the-funnel metrics, and then there's downstream metrics. So the obvious ones are such as click and install fraud. So, for example, um, when your click-through rate and your, and your conversion rate are unusually or, quote-unquote, suspiciously low, um, mm-hmm. that should be an obvious red flag. And then at the same time, if your downstream metrics from a certain partner or publisher is significantly lower than the others, that's also a red flag because I'm sure they'll claim that, you know, they're driving unrewarded traffic. But if, if the user behavior of these cohorts are just not on par with what you're seeing, um, that's, you know, a really obvious red flag. 
So to translate that a little bit for our listeners, what it is is basically, you know, something in the system, you know, whether it's a bot or maybe it's a boat of, uh, you know, a, a click farm somewhere, you know, something is clicked through, but if it's yeah. not engaging and you're not seeing any engagement metrics whatsoever and it's really low, it's like, well, obviously they're paid to click or they're programmed to click and after that they didn't do anything at all and that's saying, hey, not a real person or not a really engaged person, mm-hmm. I, don't want, I don't want this traffic, this is fraud, right? Yes, I mean, ultimately you're looking for a very obvious um, and sharp changes in your numbers and in the metrics to tell you of any red flags. Mm-hmm. We'll continue. I mean, because you talked, you know, top of the funnel, and then there's others, and then there's also our, our, you know, advance of the bots. What, what are some other types of fraud that maybe you run into most, or or other people run into most? So I think the two most common ones is definitely click. Um, I'm sorry, not click. Re- install fraud, where um, you know, common offenses are, you know, the partners are using bots to simulate install and or rebrokering. Um, I think right now in terms of what I've seen, it's pretty um, split 50-50 in terms of both, whether they're using bots or rebrokering. But I feel like um, with the rebrokering data, it's a little bit more um, hidden per se. So you have to, you know, drill down the metrics a little bit more. And in terms of rebrokering, what I'm referring to is, think of a pyramid scheme. So essentially, mm-hmm. for example, Peggy, I want to run an offer to drive 100 installs to um, Mortal Kombat X. So I am putting that offer out to you. So you take my offer, and then in return, you will send that offer or give that offer to some other advertiser and that advertiser will give it to another advertiser. So essentially it's really hard for me to trace um, the source of the traffic because by the end, by the time the offer gets to an actual install, by the time it actually drives an actual install, it's been passed through so many different sources that, you know, it's it's very hard to Mm. manage, you know, um, the, the quality because the, I essentially I can't identify who driving the installs or where the users coming from. This is a new one to me, actually, Winnie. And I, I follow the industry, you know, very closely. Does is this what I'm hearing? Is this basically like if there are five companies, sort of like in the days of the of the oil shortage, you know, there are five companies. They're all in agreement. I'll send traffic to you. You send it on. You send it on. And mm-hmm. they sort of keep it. They keep it in the family. And what they end up doing collectively is ripping you off is that what's going on here (laughs) essentially that's pretty much it so essentially Uh for the most part they'll each get you know a a piece of the pie whether it's a big piece or a small piece um of what i'm trying to what i'm offering and um it's just essentially they will keep it within you know their ecosystem per se and as long as they you know achieve their promised target or goals of giving me the X number of installs or, um, you know, maintaining a certain metric. Um, yeah, that's all they're after. That's a different one. I mean, I know the one about, you know, the bots and the, mm-hmm. the install fraud. I mean, is this, is this, this sounds like it would be the one to watch. You can identify it more so, um, faster based on a downstream metrics, but then with the rebrokering, um, it can be a little bit murky in the data because they're still showing, there can be, you know, they can still show various um, 
healthy-ish click-through and conversion rate mm-hmm. because essentially, you know, users somewhere, we don't know where or who, is getting served an impression or essentially clicking on it and they are generating an install. It's just that, you know, sometimes it could be a little bit lower, a little bit higher, or, you know, the downstream metrics are a lot you know, um, lower compared to the other trusted source. So definitely be very, very um, aware of your data, whether it's top the funnel or downstream. I just want to dig into this. We're going to go in, into a break in a moment. But, you know, the fact that they're having like human sign of their data, that's uh, interesting. In a word, I mean, in just a word, what would you say is a sign of a human being interacting with an app? In a word? Well, in a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say it would be based on, you know, their engagement. So they can just fake um, their day one retention, you know, generate that re-engagement after day one and making sure that um, mm-hmm. their click-through and conversion rate is is on their average um, benchmark, so it doesn't generate super obvious red flags. Okay, well, this is fascinating. I'm I'm actually learning more than I thought myself, so I can't wait to get back to the next segment. So, listeners, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Cranberry Radio is your new destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Get educated and entertained by our panel of on-air experts and peers. And engage with us anytime by following us on Twitter, Facebook, Google+, and LinkedIn. So you can reach us before and after every program. Located on our new social shareable live streaming player. Access the new Cranberry Radio live stream player at our website, cranberry.fm. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Equio, New Frontier's cutting-edge big data platform, puts the information and answers you need right at your fingertips in real time to help you more effectively run your cannabis business. Go to www.equio.io to sign up for your free membership today. Again, that's www.equio.io. Run with New Frontier and let us help you conquer the wild. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on Cranberry Radio. And we are back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove and our guest today, Winnie Wen, Senior Manager, User Acquisition for WB Games, and also, of course, a mobile hero in our Mobile Heroes series. Winnie, before the break, we were talking about the different types of fraud, and I just wanted to continue that here. You know, rebrokering sounds like the one to watch, but mm-hmm. is it all? Is it also the one that's like the most damaging? Because of these, they're all going to hurt 
your data and ultimately your revenues. Um, but is there one that stands out as being like the one to really watch your back? Um, yes, absolutely. So obviously, insult fraud is a you know big problem, but ultimately the most damaging is revenue fraud. And I, I have to say, in a way, I have to commend um, you know these fraudulent uh-huh. traffic for um, being so sophisticated in a way. Um, mm-hmm. So essentially, what how revenue fraud happens is nowadays, you know, mobile marketers um, and performance marketing operate um, based on revenue performance. So specifically, um, in addition to optimizing towards LTV, um, we have various, or most mobile marketers, I should say, have various, you know, early B3, B7 return on ad spend targets. Mm-hmm. And essentially, you know, we can't wait for the full life cycle before I make a decision. So we optimize our campaigns based on the cohort's early data. Mm-hmm. And we, for the most part, are fairly transparent with a partner in terms of what we're optimizing for. So, for example, if I tell partner X that I am optimizing for, making this number up, a day three ROI of 10%, they will do their best to optimize their campaigns downstream to ensure that we're hitting this goal. Mm-hmm. So, here comes the tr- tricky part. Um, so, for some partners, for knowing that we're optimizing or the one metric that we're drilling in on is, you know, the day three, 10% goal, um, they will generate insults. Um, and in addition, they will have these supposed insults or users generate enough revenue to hit our day three target. Um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, they'll definitely be a little bit more smart or smarter mm-hmm. in terms of not always all hitting 10%, right? Um, some days it will be a little bit higher, some days it will be lower. But essentially, mm-hmm. they will, um, knowing what our target is, they will generate just enough revenue to front load their campaign to make it look like it's trending very healthily um, and it's trending on an RI positive manner. So, you know, by day three, we were making the decision in terms of, you know, the early life cycle. We see that, oh my God, you know, the, the, the users from source X is, um, is, is generating really healthy LTV. It's trending really positive. Let's allocate more spend to them. So then, you know, we get some, for some, for some mobile marketers, we may get lost in the early life cycle, but it's very, very important that we continue to go back and look at older cohorts to ensure that the LTV curve is continuing to grow. Because essentially how these you know partners or networks commit fraud is once they do their job in terms of you know front-loading the data to make it mm-hmm. look like it's hitting the goal, it stops there. The user will never re-engage. You will never see additional revenue come from these I mean, wow. installs. Um, I don't even call them users. So it's very, very, you know, important that we continue to evaluate the performance of older cohorts from the various mm-hmm. sources to ensure that the LTV curve is growing. So really what's happening is, you know, you're, you're hitting your goals. You're saying, hey, wow, you know, break out the champagne. And then yeah. there's no more engagement. There's absolutely nothing. And then it's like, whoa, wait a second. We hit our goals. Isn't that sort of, you know, scarily uh, the, the case? I mean, Devil's advocate question. I mean, how do you catch them? Do you maybe just tell some ad partners you're you're testing that you want to hit some amazing goal, either way up or way down, and then if they hit it, you're like, well, obviously something's cooking the books here. Or how do you actually fight it? 
Um, that's a really good question. So first and foremost, we evaluate your performance on a daily, sometimes hourly basis. Um, and as I mentioned, we always go back or one should always go back and look at um, older cohorts performance. But at the end of the day, um, you, you just have to know, know and understand your data. So, you know, for example, if, you know, one partner is just consistently hitting or really close to hitting your metrics in terms of hitting the goals, um, and there's no falter when other trusted, you know, more reputable sources such as, you know, Facebook has been fairly cyclical. I mean, I think first and foremost, that would be somewhat of a red flag. And then, as I said, go back and look at your older cohorts to see if the LTV curve is trending. And then last but not least, um, you know, if you are fully like really sophisticated, I would drill down the data to investigate the transaction time in terms of when the revenue is happening. Because, you know, from personal experience, I've actually caught a partner who I will not name um, mm -hmm. that when we take a deeper look at when the revenue fraud is happening, all of them are happening at the same time after a certain period of install. So for example, all of the revenue transactions are happening within um, the first 18 hours of install period. So mm. if you re if if you drill down your data, um, everything you need to know about the users, the source will be there. So it's very very important to operate on a data driven approach. So so what is it, Winnie? Is it this data driven <laughs> mindset that makes that, you know that basically qualified you and got you called out as a mobile hero? I mean, what do you think it was? Um. <laughs> Maybe, or maybe it's just um, my curiosity um, in the space, or I'm not sure. I, I feel like maybe it also could, because I've been doing this for a while, um, mm -hmm. it, it, I feel like it's definitely, the industry have come a long way. I mean, thinking back to when I first started, not knowing what SDK is or what click-through rate is, to now, you know, seeing how the industry has evolved in terms of this super calm complicated, sophisticated, you know, fraud. Um, it, it's just, it, it's, it's a lot. Um, it's, it's been a journey. Well, I mean, it's, it's really been a great show for me because um, not only have I learned a lot, but you explain it in such an easy to understand way, Winnie. I'm just curious, now, what's next for you personally? Where do you see yourself and your superpowers in, uh, in uh, fraud, fraud detection taking you when having impact next? Um, I think what's next is, so granted, I've learned a lot, you know, over the years. Um, I think in terms of next steps, I would like to educate my fellow peers and newcomers and essentially other industry because, you know, the mobile gaming or the mobile industry has definitely come a long way in terms of being very sophisticated in terms of operating um, the UA budget and making sure um, we're spending it profitably. I feel like various industries have ways to come in terms of catching up with the mobile space. So I would love to, you know, educate others and share mm -hmm. my learnings, whether it's positive or negative, so that, you know, hopefully they don't make the same mistake as I did. Well, that I couldn't hope for a better transition because <laughs> I was actually going to ask you, you know, how do people keep up with you and keep in touch with you? You know, we have the blog over at heroes.liftoff.io, but you say you want to educate the industry. Okay, how do they keep up with you? How do they get in touch with you? Um, I think the easiest way is to just reach out to me on LinkedIn. I, 
I'm always, you know, one to love to catch up and learn best practices from everyone and also share my experiences um, from over the years. You know, at the end of the day, you know, we're we're a fairly small industry and we're still learning and growing. So essentially, you know, we're a family. Don't be shy. Um, you know, let's everyone put all their ideas and, and experiences in one bucket and hopefully we can continue to grow and evolve the mobile industry. Awesome, Winnie. I could not agree more. And for listeners, that's Winnie and Wen, W-E-N, on LinkedIn. And you can email me, Peggy, at mobilegroove.com, where you can also find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. You can follow me on Twitter, at Peggy Ann, A-N-N-E. And, of course, you can check out my columns and posts around the web, around mobile. So listen in next for Shahab's special hotspot segment. This time we'll be looking at influencer marketing. He continues with a deep dive into why you need to align your brand with influencers who have a deep love for your brand. So you won't want to miss this. So stay tuned. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjorge, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjorgeDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E Digital. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on Cranberry Radio. And we are back, and here is Shahab Sagari with another hotspot, sharing his inside advice on identifying a true brand advocate for your mobile video and influencer campaigns. Hi, welcome to Hotspot. 
I'm Shahab Zaghari with Higher Ground Creative Agency. And if you remember in the last segment, we uh, had talked about influencer marketing. We have uh, influencer marketing to talk about today and another couple segments coming up because I just can't fit all of that in one six-minute segment. So let's get started. Uh, so influencer marketing, definitely a great idea. Um, but here's one tip that you definitely, definitely need. Uh, when you get together with an influencer, you've got to make sure that they love whatever it is that you do. Okay. They've got to be a brand advocate. Uh, you know, even if they are feigning that love, I mean, they've, they've got to, um, you know, prove to you that they love it. Um, you know, they, they in general won't promote products that they don't believe in. Um, but the more that they believe in it and the more that they can sell that, uh, the more convincing, uh, it is. Um, so it, it, it just makes it easier for them to promote it. It makes it easier for them to feel as though, you know, it's a natural message to their, uh, audience. Um, and, you know, that way when their audience sees the messaging, they can tell that they love it. And they at that point, the users, the clients, the fan base, they don't really care whether or not they're getting paid. Actually, it's almost transparent these days that they know they're getting paid uh, for their endorsement. Um, second tip for this segment – uh, you know, make sure that the relationship is mutually beneficial. Um, you know, obviously giving them credibility, uh, you know, giving them a shout out, definitely great. Giving them free product, definitely great. Financial reward, definitely a must, um, you know, especially uh, once you get to people who do have a specific reach and they know for a fact that you are a perfect fit. Uh, you know, but uh, how much? And I always get the 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 question. So how much should I look to be spending, you know, per campaign on a uh, influencer? And what I would say is, you know, if if you hope to look for a return on your investment, I would say, and again, this is not science. This is not, this is just purely hypothetical. You know, every case is different. Every campaign is different. I would say at the very least having a $150,000 budget, uh, to start, uh, you know, again, that would be, um, bringing them on, uh, whether it's for a video, um, or, you know, a photo shoot to where that video, those photos, that content, uh, can be, you know, pushed out over a few months or a year or so, um, would definitely behoove you. Uh, and then at that 150,000 mark, um, you can again make it something to where you know you are getting an influencer that has exactly what you want and the audience that you need to be talking to on a grand scale. Uh, you know, certain influencers they ask for five thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars just to do one Instagram post just to do one Snapchat post. Um, and that, you know, it's fleeting and it goes away. Uh, and then really you, it's not enough content to, uh, you know, kind of milk out there for six months to a year. You have that one post and then it's over. Um, 
Now, if you can get somebody who will take the 150000 and do a commercial or a photo shoot, um, you know, at that price point, you can get somebody that has a fairly large reach um, and, you know, they're essentially getting paid for the one day in the studio and then you've got tons and tons of content from this person who's not necessarily a celebrity, but they're pretty much there in the eyes of the public and the eyes of the millennials. Uh, so again, uh, just to recap for this episode, the influencers have got to love what it is that you do. Uh, they, um, you know, uh, create the top quality content when it's something that they absolutely adore, absolutely can get behind as a person, as a brand. Uh, and number two, make it mutually beneficial. Uh, you know, these influencers uh, already have a huge following and that's what you want, but that doesn't mean they have everything they want. Uh, so give them what they want and, you know, as long as it's a win-win, then everybody's happy and your campaigns will be a success. So uh, next time we're going to be delving into a little bit more about influencer audiences uh, and uh, you know actually negotiating that price. Uh, but again, thank you for listening in and we'll catch you next time. So that's a wrap. We'll be back next week with another mobile hero and another hotspot from Shahab Zaghari, continuing his advice around influencer marketing. And until then, you can check out this and all other episodes of our show by going to cranberry.fm, or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. A big thank you from all of us here to all of you there for listening into Mobile Presence this week. And of course, remember... Every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you next week. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.